Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today, 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 I have a stupid trade idea that someone bounced on Twitter. I responded. We had fun going back and forth. It's all good, but it's a stupid trade idea. Someone was noting that... It might benefit the Marlins. Might benefit the Marlins to trade for Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras would make the Marlins a better team. Hey, I'm not going to argue that. Wilson Contreras would make almost any team better. Um, the Marlins starting catcher is or has been at some point. Um, Jorge Alfaro, he's a guy. So this person made the trade recommendation. The Cubs should trade Wilson Contreras to the Marlins for Pablo Lopez and Jorge Alfaro. Pablo Lopez and Jorge Alfaro. Now, if you have watched a lot of Marlins games this year, you're probably familiar with those two. Pablo Lopez, uh, he was one of their top three starters last year. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he ended up starting against the Cubs in the 2020 postseason. I think it was more uh, Sanchez and um, Alcantara. Uh, and Lopez would have gone in game three. If there was a game three, there wasn't a game three. But um, Pablo Lopez was one of their top three. But this person's trade recommendation was Pablo Lopez and Jorge Alfaro for Wilson Contreras. And I bounced back and rather quickly responded, no, I don't think that would do it. That's not that's not what the Cubs are looking for. One of the things we ought to be looking for as baseball fans, one of the things we ought to be looking for as baseball fans is precedent. Precedent, precedent. What is the recent trade in the the recent trend in trades what are teams looking for put teams in buckets as far as what they are looking for couple back and forths back and forths and i ended up saying that if the cubs end up trading wilson contreras in the offseason which they might which they might 2022 would be as much of a priority for the Cubs as an August vacation in Kabul. If the Cubs are trading Wilson Contreras or if the Cubs are trading Kyle Hendricks, 2022 is not a consideration. 2022 is not a consideration. 2022 is not a consideration. In fact, if Kyle Hendricks or Wilson Contreras are traded, it's very likely 2022 three wouldn't even be the priority in that specific trade. What we ought to be doing is looking at precedent. Now, trades in the, for instance, 1970s, if you go back that far. Oh, let's talk. Maybe there is a run of trades in 1977. This trade compares to that trade, compares to the other trade, compares to this other trade. Oh, yeah, that's basically what someone was getting for this type of a player in those years. 1994. Oh, 
no, let's not use 1994. 1995. You, you had a trade in July. You had a couple trades in July. This was being traded for that, was being traded for the other thing. You have precedent. You have regional precedent as far as in chronology. 2002. What was a person getting in August for a medium leverage, leverage reliever? I don't know offhand, but you could probably, okay, well, there's this trade, and then there's this trade, there's this other trade. Uh, this trade here was in a, this trade here, they threw in another guy, and you, you see how you do that? You, you do the precedent thing. You do the precedent thing. Right now with the Cubs, Jed Hoyer has a wow for a guy who's been on the job for less than a year for a guy who's been on the job for less than a year jed hoyer has as much precedent in his trades as anyone i've ever heard of first you get the u darvish trade the u darvish trade darvish and Contreras for Financial um, holdover tied me over. Kyle Davies, uh, Zach Davies, and four prospects, one of whom had played a game before. Right there, that right there. If someone wanted to take that as initial precedent was rather stark, was rather harsh, was rather vivid. If the Jed Hoyer trades were going to be like the first Jed Hoyer trade, it was kind of obvious what Jed Hoyer was looking for in trades. I'm going to trade players you've heard of, Players who are expected to do reasonably well in 2021. And largely, in return, get back long-term future pieces. Long-term future pieces. Long-term future pieces. If that was going to serve as precedent. It wasn't necessarily going to serve as precedent. It could make different sorts of trades the next time. But if... That was going to serve as precedent. Then one would start to think that um, the future was more important than the present when dealing with Jed Hoyer trades. Again, if that was going to be a reasonable precedent for his trades. So, let's continue on in the future. Jack Peterson, who did fairly well for the Cubs, and he's done fairly well for the Braves. Congratulations. Cool. Awesome. Great. Wonderful. Uh, Zach Peterson, uh, Jack Peterson traded for minor league infielder Bryce Ball. Bryce Ball, who had, at the time of the trade, completed zero complete years of minor league baseball. Sounds to me like that is the precedent continuing on into the future. Then you get the, what was the next trade? You had the Tapera trade, Ryan Tapera, for 
Bailey Horn, who was a 2020 draft pick and had completed zero years of major league, uh, minor league baseball. The precedent continued, and then the precedent continued, and the precedent continued. The only one that was even remotely in violation of the precedent was Craig Kimbrell for Cody Hoyer and Nick Madrigal. But even in that, it was your trading 2021, which obviously didn't matter, and 2022, which really didn't matter a whole lot, for a couple of guys who were going to be usable in 2022, 2023, 2024, etc. on down the line. The future is what matters in trade. So, 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 as you mentally check to the off-season, as you mentally check to the off-season, okay, we're moving forward. Moving forward to the off-season, whether the Cubs end up with the fifth pick or the sixth pick or the seventh pick or the fourth pick, probably somewhere in there. Cubs end up getting to the offseason. They go to the offseason. Possibly they might make some trades. Possibly they might make some trades. Perhaps they might trade Kyle Hendricks. Perhaps they might trade Wilson Contreras. Perhaps they might try to, at some point, eventually trade someone else, whoever it is. What is the precedent in Jed Hoyer trades? And do you have any precedent to point at? Right now, you have scads of precedent. You got this trade, you got this trade, you got this trade, you got the. They traded nine guys in July. Nine guys in July. And at least eight of them, possibly nine of them, were very similar trades. We're going to trade you a guy that everybody's heard of for a guy that damn near nobody's heard of. That's the precedent. That's the precedent which carried over from you, Darvish. So. I responded to the Marlins fan eventually was if you're truly interested in trading for anyone Cubs, anyone Cubs, anyone Cubs, Contreras, Hendricks, whoever, start bouncing with what 45 plus prospects you're willing to trade. End of story. It's not a case of, oh, the Cubs need to get Pablo Lopez and Jorge Alfaro can be their starting catcher. Jet Hoyer. Once the 2022 offseason gets revving, gets rolling, gets going. Somebody gets traded. Whoever it is. Jed Hoyer doesn't have to get a replacement for that player in that trade. There is no necessary need for it. He might, you know, for instance, if he trades Kyle Hendricks, if he trades Kyle Hendricks, he might get back a player like Zach Davies. If that team is trying to desperately move a contract, if that team really doesn't want that guy anyway, whatever, whichever, either way you want to look at it, that's fine. Jed Hoyer might accept back a veteran, but that's not what the trade's about. That's not what the trade's about. If the Cubs are going to be making trades in the offseason. And you're trying to, what Philadelphia Phillies are the Cubs going to trade for if they make a trade with the Phillies? Look at the prospects. Look at the prospects. Look at the prospects. And maybe, 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 maybe even. 
look at the 2020 and 2021 draft picks. 2020 and 2021 draft picks. Look at them. Start there. Start there if you're trying to do a faux trade thing. You're trying to do a faux trade thing. Look at the Fangraphs list of ranked prospects. Look at the Fangraphs list. It's, it's available. It's easily obtainable. Fangraphs prospects. Top 30 prospects. If you're on MLB.com. Baseball America. Baseball Prospectus. Baseball... Uh, whichever one you got. Whichever one you got. Go to the one that you dig. The one that you buy into. The one that makes the most sense to you. Look at the prospects. Look at the prospects. You are not going to be familiar with them. You are not going to be familiar with them. I know I wasn't familiar with them. I wasn't familiar with them when I got to the point where, hey, I better start doing some trade research. I ended up doing I ended up looking at the match. It's like, oh, Jalen Palmer and um, Alexander Ramirez. They're both playing for St. Lucie. Hmm. Maybe I ought to listen to some St. Lucie games. So I did that. If you are wondering, you're in the offseason and you see a rumor. Cubs considering trading, insert player here, whoever it is. Maybe it's a core piece from the 2016 team. Maybe it's somebody who's less significant. Maybe it's a guy like Alec Mills. Alec Mills is to the point where there's probably a number of teams that would be somewhat interested in Alec Mills. Because he's at least competent. He's not getting paid too much. He might be about ready to hit arbitration. But even if he does hit arbitration, in his first year of arbitration, he's not going to be making like $16 million. He'll probably, you know, $4 million a year for... Alec Mills, that's reasonably safe. Especially if you have a need in the rotation that he might be able to fill. If the Cubs are going to be making an off-season trade, don't take the bait. Don't buy into the, oh yeah, Cubs could get Oriel, Farron, use him as their starting catcher. No, they, they, well, they could. That's not what they're interested in. The Cubs, look at precedent, look at precedent, look at precedent. Uh, I had a really bad legal drama pilot episode on last night. I'm not even going to say who was in it. I'm not gonna, I, I, I know the name of it. I'm not going to say what it was. It, 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 was, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Um, after watching the show, I would see no reason why I would want to watch a second episode. None of the characters, well, none of the characters would get me to want to watch a show, a, a second episode. Um, but part of it is precedent, precedent in a court system, if you are, um, allowed to do a certain thing because of precedent, then it's generally a good thing to try to pursue. If you can't do something because, well, there's no legal precedent for you being able to do that, 
it's kind of dicier, especially if the uh, judge isn't going to allow you to pursue that. When you're talking about Cubs trades, when you're talking about Cubs trades, at least for this offseason, it's going to be prospects. It's going to be prospects. It's going to be more prospects. And then once all the players you've heard of are traded away, well, that's one way to clear out a 40-man roster spot. Once all the players you've heard of are traded away, and people are wondering, why in the world are people going to go out to watch this Cubs team? Then once everything's cleared out, then Jed Hoyer waits and waits and waits, and players who expected to have a job, expected to get a four-year deal, a five-year deal, don't get one. Jed Hoyer gives him a one- or a two-year deal and rolls kind of like he did this year. Precedent. Jed Hoyer has a rather clear line of precedent when it comes to his trades. He's generally, so far, looking for... I, I've been saying it for a while. I've been saying it for a while. Looking at 22, 23, 2022, 2023, 2024, and beyond. It's not he's looking at 2022 is vitally essential. It's not even 2023 is vitally essential. It's yeah, in the future. Let's go a bunch of guys and figure out who's good. Get all a bunch of guys and figure out who's good. Because right now, today, we don't know who's going to be good. We, Pete Crow Armstrong, we don't know how good he's going to be. Don't know how good he's going to be. But once we get him on the field, once we get him playing in games, once we start to grasp what he's good at, what his strengths are, etc., 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 then we'll have a better idea. The goal in the Cubs trades is to improve the pipeline. Improve the pipeline. Improve the players who have lengthy team cost control. The person actually said somewhere in the tweets, but Alfaro has three years of player team control. Yeah. But if you trade a couple of 45s, Cubs will have 10 years of control. That's what the teams are looking at. That's what the Cubs are looking at. And it, it, it's really interesting coming from a Marlins fan because the Marlins fans have been playing that, whole, that, that thing the whole way. You know, we don't care about the Major League team. 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 Not even at all. Now this guy, uh, yeah, we want uh, Wilson Contreras, Alfaro, and Pablo Lopez. Forget that. Forget that. Who are, well, you guys will lose Contreras without not getting anything in return. No, no, no. That's not how it's going to be. Cubs are going to trade Wilson Contreras for something like they got for Anthony Rizzo or Chris Bryant, or Javier Baez, or Craig Kimbrell. They're not, go they're not going to get left out. They're not going to get left out with Wilson Contreras. They're not going to get left out with Kyle Hendricks. They're not going to get left out. They're going to find a team that they... But you're not going to find somebody who's going to think, well, the Cubs found a team who was interested in Javier Baez. Cubs found a team who's interested in Javier Baez. Not every team in the league will be interested in Wilson Contreras. Not every team in the league will be interested in Kyle Hendricks, honestly. Some of them may be saying, well, I don't know, the last couple years, some of the numbers gone up. Well, if you're not going to trade for Kyle Hendricks, then you're not going to get him. If you're not going to trade quality youth for Kyle Hendricks or for Wilson Contreras, you're not going to get him. Precedent, 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 precedent. 
when Jed Hoyer had made one trade. I had one trade of precedent I was reliant on. And I started saying, you know what, I think the Cubs are going to lean heavily toward getting players who were recently acquired, 2020 draft picks, 2020-2019 international signings. And then the, the, the trade started flowing and the trade started dropping and the trade started happening. And the only one that even remotely surprised me was the Kimbrel trade. Only one. Precedent matters. And if people are trying to figure out what sort of trade is Jed Hoyer going to make next, look at the precedent. Look at the precedent. It's clear. It, 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 he hasn't been um, deterring from his path. Get prospects. Get prospects. Get prospects. Doesn't matter if they're from the Dominican, if they're from Panama, if they're from the SEC, if they're from the high school ranks. It just doesn't matter. As long as they're prospects with upside, he's interested. So when people start talking about what sort of trades? Now, what you're going to get, you're going to get some people who are, he's going to trade for a bunch of 15-year-olds. Stop following those people on Twitter. Stop following those people on Twitter. Because they, um, they're reactionary hacks. They're reactionary hacks. They want trades for players they've heard of. Which, you know, in some instances might make sense, but looking at precedent, that's not going to happen. And yes, at some point, Jed Hoyer will sign free agents. Some of them you might be interested in. Some of them you might not be interested in. But I kind of doubt he's going to go after Nick Castellanos. Kind of doubt it. First off, Castellanos is going to have a number of other teams that are interested in him. If he does opt out, which I didn't think he would, but apparently he will. Other teams are going to be interested. Other teams are going to be interested in paying a bit more than Jed Hoyer probably will. But there's one thing in the precedent um, of Jed Hoyer's general managership. I don't think he's going to give up the draft pick to get Nick Cassianos. I just don't think he's going to give up a draft pick to get Nick Cassianos. And if he is going to give up a draft pick... I really don't think he wants to send it to the Reds. Precedent applies until it no longer does. And then you have to be quick on your feet, kind of like Muhammad Ali. Realize, okay, precedent is changing. Precedent is changing. But as of right now, precedent hasn't changed. Generally, when Jed Hoyer makes a trade, he wants prospects back in return. And that's why I'm seeing so if you are hearing someone saying there is possibly going to be a trade in the offseason and the Cubs might be interested in trading this player to this team, look at their prospects. Look at their prospects. If you're going to be paying attention to the Cubs, you might as well get used to whichever, whichever prospect assessing source best suits your needs. Whichever one it is, I don't care. Whichever one best suits your needs, 
get used to how they are assessing prospects because prospects are the precedent. Prospects are the cash. C-A-S-H and C-A-C-H-E both that um, Jed Hoyer's after. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe. Be nice to others. And there's not a Cubs Major League game today and there's not a Cubs Minor League game today. Actually, there are a couple of DSL games, but um, and there's the Arizona League game tonight, but it's just quiet with no games going on. Six o'clock, and I'm not listening to Myrtle Beach or something. It's wrong. It's like October or something. Have a great day.